So here we go. So we're holding page tests. Uh, like you said, the fourth line from the top of the page. Okay, so we're, we now introduce the, uh, the Shita of the Zayar, right? That the idea of the creation is that to make Hashem knowable. And the Rebbe Rashav is asking big questions on this. <clears throat> and the main thrust of the questions are based on the idea that really, where is Hashem known? Hashem is already known in the upper worlds. Dafka, not in the lower worlds. So the Rebbe Rashab is asking, like, this seems like this is a, it's, it's, it's like a hard, it's a hard answer to say that that's the purpose of the creation. So we were talking about Atzilus, and we're talking about the idea of he and his life force is one, he and his causations are one, meaning that the light and the kalim are one, right? That the Abishter and his light are one, the Abishter and his kalim are one. And so over there, it's a, it's a total unity. So that's what he says here. Yeah, Atzilus is known as this idea of Etzlo, close to him, Samoch, Hainu. Namely what? Hainu the Atzilus, Ha'esrosphiros, namely the Atzilus, the emanation of the Esrosphiros, the Atzilus, Kiruv. Because when we say that the creation, so to speak, of Atzilus, you can't say it's a creation per se. A creation, as we were discussing last time, implies that you're creating something like completely new. Like you're creating something that wasn't there before in such a way. Emanation means a different, it's like a different style. It's more a close, like he says here, it's like a closeness. Namely, so therefore you have to say that <coughs> in general, the Esser Spheres of Atsilus, both the Oras and the Kalim, it's not in a way that it's, so to speak, so far away from Hashem, in a way of, of course, nothing is far away from Hashem. Hashem is everywhere. But far away in terms of recognition, in terms of closeness, in terms of revelation. Both the Kalim as well as the Or are in a state of being Yuchad with the Or Sof. It's in a state of closeness. And so therefore, when we say that it's Ma'atzil, that it was emanated, it implies that it's very close by. The Ihu Yichad, Yichad. Because as we've been saying, that he... Namely, Hashem and the Or is one in Atzilus. He, namely Hashem and the Kalim, one in Atzilus. It's all one. It all experiences itself. Now, contrast that. Contrast that with Bria Tzir It's the opposite opinion. It's the opposite idea. That's the idea of the beginning of what is known as Yesh Me'ayin. The idea of creating another. Creating something with its own self-identity. <coughs> As we've been saying, Atzilus, you can't say about Atzilus that a Sevira has its own self-identity as being another existence, another form, another um, uh, like another creation. Atzilus is idea of Elokus. That's what it is. However, the world of Bria Tzir Nasiya, 
the whole way of creation is in a way of concealment, of hiding. Hiding the creator to the creation. <clears throat> so by definition, uh, the creator is making room, so to speak, for the creation. That making room implies that he has to hide himself, he has to conceal himself. By hiding and concealing himself, now all of a sudden there's room to make something, so to speak, something else. As long as he's in the room, so to speak, there's no room for anyone else. So you could say, in, in, in a certain muscle, take away, that Atzilus, Hashem is... <coughs> Hashem is very much in the room. If Hashem is very much in the room, there's no room for something else to be also there. It's just an expression of Hashem. Masha'inkim, when you're talking about already the worlds of Bria, Tzir, even the highest of them, namely even in Bria, you have to say that he has removed himself in such a way or hidden himself in such a way that it makes room for something else to be. You can't say about it that in it is shining the actual mahus ha'or. Now remember we talked about the idea of Metzias versus Mahus the other, the other day. Metzias, of course, but Mahus and Mahus, what is it? In other words, once Hashem is identified uh, somewhat, I don't know if you could really say ever that he's identified, like you know, like, oh, this is him. Here what we're saying is it's the Mahus. If, if the Mahus of Hashem is there in the picture, so then there can't be any room for another to be. However, <coughs> that's the whole idea of the world of Priyatsirnasiya. <coughs> that by, so to speak, removing the Mahus from the picture, that makes room for there to be, so to speak, another creation. So and that's what he's saying here. Matthias. What? You just left it Matthias. At, at, we're going to see how that works. Clearly, in the upper worlds, there is an experience of no, having some sort of recognition of Hashem until you finally get down into this world where there's no recognition. So you ask the question, Now this line is a very interesting line. <clears throat> it's discussed in the fame Yerush also. This idea that, how could you say that it's so different from, uh, so to speak, from Atzilus, if you have to say that the or hanishama of bia is really coming from, so to speak, the or the kalim of atzilus, now it talks about the idea of that the energy comes out from atzilus into the world of briyatir and asiya in three different ways, and it's known as a nefesh ruch nishama type of way. The nishama would be like the highest level, and that would be going into the worlds of bria. Ruach would be the middle level, that's going into the world of Yitzira, and Nefesh would be the lowest level, which is going into the world of Asiya. So if you're going to say that in Atzilus, <coughs> that, right, that there is a oneness, there's a unity, and that entity, like, i.e., coming from the Kalim of Atzilus, right, and it breaks through the Parsa, breaks through the curtain, so to speak, and it comes down, and it becomes the ore. Right, like let's say the neshama of the world of what will be Bria, right, and Azoi Vaiter, 
right? So how could you say, because remember, a hagam is always a question, right? So how could you say that there isn't a closeness? This is where it's coming from. If the energy is coming from atzilus, so by definition, it has to have a similarity to atzilus. In other words, if you use red paint, <coughs> you're going to wind up with some sort of coloring, some sort of red coloring. So here also, if you're saying that the ore is coming from right atzilus, so why isn't there this idea of closeness? Why isn't there this idea of recognition? Why isn't there this idea of a similarity of the scenario which is happening in atzilus? Seemingly, it should be very similar. Okay, maybe not on the same level that I understand. But here you're talking about mamish, like two different pictures. The picture that we're painting in Atzilus is a world of Eino Milvado. <coughs> Nathan. <coughs> the world in Atzilus is a world of this oneness that Or is one with Hashem, the Kalim are one with Hashem. <coughs> it's all one with Hashem. Here you're telling me once you get to Bria, it's a completely different picture. But now you're telling me that the, what's, where is the ore coming from that's going to Bria? It's coming from Atsilas. Okay, fine, you can say it's coming from the Kalim of Atsilas. So okay, but, but still, he said the Kalim themselves is also, a, is also a Lukus. So what in the world is happening over here? So let's take a look. Hine, can you do it like it's not? Hine, zeha or eno nirgash mohuso klal baha kelim However, this ore that's going in is not being felt. Mahusa, it's mahus at all in the kelim habriya. The kamaim hatikunim, the ba'ilam habriya, lav ihu vechayohi vagarmohihad. The whole point that the Zayar says. <coughs> Tikkunim means the Tikkunim Zohar. Right? So what's the point that the Tikkunim Zohar is saying? That in contrast to Atsilus, where you have Ihu v'chayohi v'garmoyichad, right, that's a shortened version of the sentence, right? Bria is dafka, the opposite of that. Why not? Because of what we just said. Because it's not nirgash, the mohus of this or. The mohus of the or, even in the world of Bria, which is the highest world of the three worlds of Bria, Tzir, Nasiya. Even that, even though the or is mamish coming from Atzilus, nevertheless, the mohus of the or is not felt per se. Because the mohus of the or is not felt. So that's why Mishum Zen, So now we can understand. That's why in the world of Bria, you could have the concept of a Yesh. You could have the concept of a Metzias. A Matthias member is a form that feels itself, right? It feels itself to be another. Let's say a major expression of that would be, for example, us in our world. None of us are experiencing life as just an extension of God. It's not how we're experiencing life. We're experiencing our life in a way that I feel myself to be my own Matthias. I could choose. I could choose whatever I want. I could do this or not do this. I could do that or not do that. Everything is an idea of me being a Matthias, me being a Yesh. That's where it's coming from. <clears throat> That's the idea. So the question is why? Answer, now we have an answer. That even in the world of, of Bria, which is so far up there, it's so close, relatively speaking, to Atsilas, there's no feeling of the Mahus of the Or. 
since there's no feeling of the mahus of the or, it makes room for another to exist, to feel itself, to be its own mitzvah. Is that clear? Good, right? Everyone's with me? <coughs> what? The Rebbe Rishat doesn't say why we don't build mahus in the... Uh... It's made that way. That's, this, is, this, is how, this is the construction of the situation. That's what he's saying. It's lavi yihu v'gai ma'yichad. It's dafka made that way, that we should not be experiencing it that way. Why? In order that we should be a mitzvah. That's the whole point of the thing. Yeah? So then he says, now, having said that, there's this huge distinction between Atsilus versus Briyatsirnasiya. <coughs> so now let's dial it down even more closely. Having said that, however, that once we look in a magnifying glass more clearly, Right or into uh, you know at the world of bria, you have to say, however, in bria itself, in bria the, which is a ruchniyistik aylam, you have to say that there is a huge distinction. What's the distinction? The distinction is that there is a feeling over there of mitzius of elokus. That's the distinction now. <coughs> Meaning what? Yeah. The distinction is, the distinction is that it's true that in Bria you do not feel the mahus, the mahu, what is elokus, but you do feel, ah, oh, there is a concept called elokus. There is a metzias called elokus. I don't know exactly what it is, what it looks like, what it smells like, right? I don't, but the fact that it's known, and therefore the fact that that's known, <coughs> is, bec- is, is impacting the whole world of the Ruchnistic world of Bria. So it's true. The reason why you can have a Metzias of Bria is because there's no e- experience of the Mahus of Elokus. But having said that, there is, despite the, what we're saying, there is an experience of mitzias of elokus. And that's why you can have a, a world where you can have a malach michal. A malach michal, who's the archangel of chesed, for example, it's not that malach michal is elokus. Malach michal is not elokus. Malach michal is malach michal. And therefore, he has his own identity. By definition, you can't have your own identity if you're an extension of the Abishra, and that's it. Right? Chesed of Atilus. No one's saying Chesed of Atilus is his own identity. Chesed of Atilus is an extension of the Abishra. It's one with the Abishra. Malach Mechol is its own identity. <coughs> However, Malach Mechol is experiencing Mitzvah of Elokus. Because he's experiencing the Matthias of Elokus, he's totally bottled in everything his whole experience in life is Elokus. You see the difference? Is that am I making myself clear? Yes? Everyone's with me? <laughs> the, the greatest angel, I guess. I don't know. Good? Yes? Yes? Are you guys with me today? Or, or we, I know I can't speak so well, but uh, we can stop sooner. We'll stop soon. I can't speak. 
That's what he says here. Let's do that again. The way that they are being brought into existence, at the very least, they should feel Got it? At least they're feeling the Metzias of Elokus. So now we're seeing a difference. We're saying that there's a Yesh and a Yesh Mamish. So we said before that they are a Metzias. If you go back a few lines, right, we said, In the Olama of Sabria. You see two lines up? You see what I'm talking about? Two lines up, it said about the world of other entities in the world of Bria. We said, Why? Because he's not Yehuvagarimayi However, two lines later, Why is it not a Yesh Mamish? Are you guys awake with me? Come on, you guys. They're not. What's it, what does it mean here? Still experiencing the Mitzvahs of Elokus. That's right. So even though we said that they're Yesha Mitzvahs, but the the format with which they're Yesha Mitzvahs is that they're experiencing Mitzvahs Elokus. Since they're experiencing Mitzvahs Elokus, they could be a Yesh, but they're bottled to Elokus. So a Yesh Mamish is something that's completely Mistama, yeah. And therefore, you can't say that they're Mamish separate. Now contrast this with what? However, in contrast, right? Because we're saying that, remember going back to our original discussion, what's the creation of the world for? However, now when you look at the world of Asiya Gashmi, it was created specifically our world was created in such a way that we shouldn't even be experiencing, we shouldn't even be feeling the Metzias of Elokus. Forget about the Mahus of Elokus. Even the Metzias of Elokus. We, you, and that's why we say about ourselves, that's why we could say about ourselves that we are experiencing existence in a way that we are Nifrad, we are separated. No one here is experiencing life as being an extension of Abishar. Even with your own mitzvahs, in any way, right? Everyone is experiencing their life here in this world as being a totally separate entity than everyone else. That's how we're experiencing life. That's how it was made. Why are we experiencing it this way? Because the Abishter made us this way. That's the way that Shem made us to be, right? Now, he says a Govaldic thing in this parenthesis, and then I'm going to stop because I'm having a hard time talking here. He says like this. <coughs> the very, very big Chiddush here. It says, V'rak voida However, through a voida, v'yegiya, a voida means like a constant working on oneself. Yegiya means like an effort, like you're putting in an effort, like he's trying very hard, like to reach something that is really, in a certain way, beyond him. <coughs> yegiya means... Like he's just working in effort, putting tremendous effort. Yasig v'yargish. Yasig, he'll reach towards something to grasp. And yargish means he'll actually feel it in himself. 
es ha'or eloki, through his avoida in this world, however, he's saying, it's true, we were created in a way that we should not be able to experience elokus. By nature, by definition, we don't experience not even metzias of elokus. That's how we were created. However, through a person's avoida v'yagiyah, he'll be able to, number one, Yasig and number two, Vyargish, Yargish, even to feel it in himself, Mamish to feel it. The Oraloki. And he'll even feel in his soul. Even the level of light that's above Oilmos. Now look what he says. It's an unbelievable Kiddush. He's saying not just that there is an existence of God, that there's, he will be able to live his life as being, that there's a Metzius called the Abishter. He's taking it a step way beyond that. He's saying here <coughs> that a person through his Avaidah and Yagiyah in this world, he could even experience Mohus Alokus. Mohus Alokus. We said only in Atzilas they're experiencing Mohus Alokus. So he says, yes, through a person's avoda and yigiya down here in this world, if he works extremely hard, he's even able to experience mohu selokus. This is an unbelievable chiddush. It makes much more sense that, that the Rebbe should have said here that he'll be able to experience mitzias of elokus. Mitzias of elokus, okay, that's also a very high level. If you're walking down the street and you Amish feel it, there's an apisher in the world constantly. That's, that's something else. That's something that we don't feel. At all. That's the whole point that we said, contrasting us with the world of Bria, even. The world of Bria, they feel this, feel constantly the idea that there's a Matthias Elokus. We don't even feel a Matthias Elokus. So he says here, a Jew's avoided down here in this world, he could change it to even not just a Matthias Elokus, but even that he could experience Mohus Elokus, which is mind boggling. Then he says, <laughs> this is the concept that it says you'll be able to see your world while you're still alive, meaning the world of after a person passes away. He's able to get to such a level, even in this world, <coughs> that he's able to experience this idea of this world that is beyond him. But this is a However, this is not something that comes naturally. This is not something that a person just wakes up out of bed in the morning and says, uh, you know, I'm ready for it. No. This is dafka through avoida Even this, you can't say about it that this is something that automatically is going to happen. Like if you push this button, then you get this prize. You know, like you know, they have these games like where the monkey pushes this button, and all of a sudden he gets a banana or something like that. No, no, it doesn't work that way. You have to work extremely hard, and maybe, maybe Hashem will choose to, to send it to you. Right, like it says in the end of chapter Yudalad of Tanya, it says, Kulehai Perhaps, maybe, 
right? If you will have this meditation of being like a tzaddik and thinking along those lines, like it says at the end of chapter Yudalit, Hashem will bestow upon you this extra spirit and then you will experience, you'll experience life in a different way. But it doesn't mean it's automatic, right? Our job is to do avoida and yugiyah. We have to do what we were sent here into this world to do. But Hashem decides to give, fine. If Hashem decides not to give, also fine, whatever. But it's incredible, the idea that he's saying here, that a, a person could actually experience muhus alukus even in this world, which is mind-boggling. But whatever, that's what it is. How does that even, that completely turns on its head everything that we've said? No, not at all. Why? Because we, the Rebbe Rashab said that the davka, you can't have any yeshus not tzihus because there's not mahus. Now we're going to say that the purest yesha there is in our oilam can experience mahus. Yeah, because that's, that's what he's saying, that a person work. could, a person could. That's what he's saying, that's the chidish here. They should have, they should have complete, they should become totally nullified out of existence. Yeah. That's what a tzaddik is. A tzaddik is mamish someone who is totally nullified out of existence. Exactly. Precisely. That's exactly what it is. But they're still a person. Yeah. So that's the idea of a tzaddik. A tzaddik could be a level that he could experience. Is that? So they're higher than <coughs> That's for sure. 100%. Sure. That goes without saying. Anyway, I, I think, well, I can. I think we'll stop here for today. But it's a very interesting idea. But now going back to what we're saying, so the point being that that this brings into question, how could you say then if the idea of the creation was in order that he should become knowable, that Hashem should become knowable, then presumably, obviously the next step in this whole discussion is going to be, then presumably when did he become knowable? Way upstairs. Now I'm not talking about Tomche, right? In other words, it's way, way upstairs, not now down here in this world. I mean, we should have ended the whole creation with uh, Ak, maybe Atzilus, but for sure not getting down into Bri- not for sure not into Brienne, not for sure not into this world. Because he's Dafka, not noble in this world. Well, he is noble officially in this parenthesis, but uh, that's not the majority situation. So now, so that's what the Rebbe calls into question this this idea of that how could this be the how could this be the question that the desire is answering over there and that's uh, we have to go on from there.